Welcome to Maiden Speech. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, self-worth and mindset coach and portrait photographer from New Zealand. And you are in the right place to get uplifted, empowered and inspired. I'm so lucky to have amazing guests come on and share their wisdom about all things related to personal development and being the best version of ourselves. I'm really passionate about reminding people that they are good enough and to have honest and vulnerable conversations where we connect on a real level and have lots of laughs. You can find me on Facebook at at Monica Ferguson Coaching, where you can join my group for extra inspiration. And I'm also on Instagram at Mon 3.0. Thanks so much for being here and please reach out and connect. I would love to hear from you. Let's get into it. Hey, hey friends, Monica Ferguson here and welcome to my latest episode of Maiden Speech. Now, first things first, if you are around small children, maybe don't listen to this until they've gone to bed. Just saying. But I'm so excited to bring you Kate Wright today, who is a business coach from Auckland. And this conversation was so much fun and so, so awesome. Really, it's around doing what you want, making up your own rules, learning to be okay with the fact that you don't have to do it the same way as everyone else. And actually, your power comes from you being you on your own terms. And it's all about not giving a shit, making the most of your life, playing the game the way you want to. I hope you enjoyed this so much, you guys. I really enjoyed it. So check out Kate. Here she is. If you cough, that will be included. So you better nail it. And that is just how we've started this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 Trisha, that is so the point. Um, no, I feel like I just want yeah. to point out, just in case my mum happens to listen to this particular episode, that just before coming on, Kate just said to me, I'm always the loud one. And I actually heard my mum in my head start laughing because she's like, there's no way. There will be no way that you're louder than me. So we can have like a loud off as we go. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I love the synergy. Yes. Now, first things first, what does your T-shirt say? Oh, is it mirrored? Positive mind, positive vibes. Positive mind, positive vibes, positive life. Oh, I love it. Okay, that's option A for the name of the podcast. Cool. <laughs> oh yeah, like that. <laughs> anyway, Kate, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. I am too. I can't wait to see where this goes. Nobody <laughs> knows. <laughs> I know. That's the best fun. It's the best fun. Um, what I did think would be cool, though, would be if you want to, you know, stand up and share for the class a little bit about who you are. <laughs> no, and then I, there'll be well, none, none of that other stuff after that. Just the initial, you know, <laughs> intro. Okay. Well, I'm Kate. Right, middle name always, I like to tell my husband. And <laughs> I'm a business coach, but I talk about lots of things. I talk, I, basically what it comes down to for me is um, self-trust and doing what you want to do, not what you think you have to do. Yeah. I'm yep. all about that. Oh, I'm all about that too, yes. Yeah, and we both had anniversaries yesterday. Yes, different anniversaries. Well, Tuesday. It was Tuesday, wasn't it? 22nd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you had a wedding. You don't even know what day it is. That's all good. (laughs) I never know what day it is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so wedding anniversary for you. Yes. How many years? 20. The same amount of the year it is. That's how I remember. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I know, I'm pretty old. I'm pretty old. <laughs> That's not where I was going with that. But okay, we can roll with that. We can definitely roll with that. Um, I'm still writing your initial quote down. Self-trust and doing what you want, not what you think you should do. It's funny yeah, that... Because that... we're told from... Yeah. Now off you go. <laughs> well, we're told from when we're very small that we have to do certain things. If you think about the way we talk to kids, we're like, what do you say? Say please, you know all of these instructions that we're given in school and it carries on through us. So I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like we're told, you know, be careful, don't step out, don't make a fuss, don't show off. And, and we're sort of trying to please everybody all the time. 
And what we really need to do is let go of all of that because it, we lose our ability to listen to our intuition. Mm-hmm. I think we, we need to do that to children so they can grow up and just listen to their intuition. So one of the things you'll hear me bleat on about is homeschooling and unschooling. Yeah. And I want to bring that into business. We don't have to follow the rules. It's your business. Just do it the way that works for you. Yes, yes. And also, isn't that like, oh, all these other podcasts coming to mind. Like, I want to introduce you to all these cool people that have been on before you. Um, like, there's this quote that stuck out, and it was on a podcast with Stu Darling, and it was all around personal power. Hey, his name's in my brain. I was going to say to you, we don't even need to do mine because Stu Darling, <laughs> his name, has just, what, whatever he said. Yeah. But so you're here to, like, Oh my god, what's the word? Words. I want to say like piggy. It's not piggy back, it's leapfrog. What am, what is wrong with me? You're gonna to have to run this podcast. <laughs> Leap, leapfrog <laughs> off stew. This is the female he perspective said, now. <laughs> okay. He said, stop giving a fuck what other people think. Yeah. And he said, leadership, you don't try and be authentic. That's what's weird right now, is there's this kind of leaning towards being authentic and authenticity. And you don't be authentic. He said, you yeah. just are. Yeah. Um, and it's just the way you live. Like I was thinking about, some of your other people were talking about feeling different. Yeah. You were saying feeling out of place or just not quite fitting in. And my partner and I both have experienced that and we feel that. And we are different. Like in our family, we don't have a TV. We haven't had one for over a decade. Mm-hmm. And so what do we do instead? We, I'm just continuously consuming business education. I'm just addicted. And he's continuously reading Russian novels and stuff. And he's a really good writer and critique. Critic? Critic? And I think that's cool. That's what I want to bring out of the people I work with. I'm like, what's different about you? Let's celebrate that. Yes. I love that so much. And that's exactly, this is firstly why we get on so well, because we're both a bunch of weirdos, basically. But weirdos are the best people to be friends with. But even, like, as a photographer, you know, that's the first thing. It's like, you want to, if I'm being hired to shoot someone's brand, I want to know what makes them different, and I want to expose the crap out of it. Like, (laughs) flaunt it. (laughs) And people are kind of trying to hide it, because we're still in that mode of, all the stuff we got told like in class we make people raise their hand to ask to go to the bathroom we don't trust them enough to know actually I need to go pee so you know I mean kids are naughty but we don't have to control them that much because we're we're taking away their muscles to use their own ability to figure out what they need to do yeah 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 and, and, and then we become grown-ups and we, we don't have that muscle anymore and we're like trying to follow all these rules and find the magic bullet and what do I do next? And if you feel into it, I sound like such a hippie right now. <laughs> I love it. Go hard, hippie, go hard. <laughs> if, if we, into it, we already often know the answers and all I'm doing is reflecting it back at you or catching you when you say it. Yeah. And like you've seen it before, you see people's face light up. And you catch it and go, hold on a minute, what is that? Because you're talking about all this other stuff, but this is what really lights your fire. Why don't we do that? Excellent question, Kate. Excellent question. <laughs> it's so <laughs> true, right? But it is. But we're, we're so busy hiding and trying to fit in. And I, I hear that quote in my head now that, you know, why would you try and, like, fit in when you were born to stand out that kind of thing and it's like I knew this podcast was going to end up in this direction because it's like this is exactly what we do like we support people to be themselves as much as I don't use the word authentic that is what we're doing like actually reminding people that who they are is amazing and your point of difference and this is where I was going with that quote the Stu Darling quote around um that Superman's like power was different to Batman's. And that's the whole point that like your own power is what makes you powerful. Not you trying to like take someone else's power and make it your own. (laughs) That's why I can't, I understand that templates and swipe files make life easy because we don't have to reinvent the wheel in good time. But I kind of have this gut feeling that tells me I don't like them. Just write whatever the fuck you would write. You don't need a template. Just say what you would say to a person. And, yeah, we need to let go of trying to do everything right. It's hard to do. 
I was thinking back to when I was working in corporate and I was really stressed out, tired and trying to do everything perfectly as you do. And um, my boy was really interested in pulling things apart and how things work. And he was wanting to pull apart an old toaster or our toaster when it broke. And I was like, no, because it will be a mess. And um, I was just always saying no to him because I had this idea that had been given to me somehow that when people have broke cars on the back lawn and stuff, you know, that's not a good look. And I didn't want him to bring that into my house. And then he wanted to pull apart laptops. And this guy at work said to me, why don't you just get him a bunch of broken laptops? And I had this epiphany. I was like, yeah, why am I saying no to everything? And then I was like, I said yes to him. And he was so delighted. It's a step, but it's the beginning of me just doing those things that I want to do and wondering where does all that messaging come from? I have to be this or that way. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so a lot of that stuff I learned from kind of from parenting. Because there was a point later at which my children all were different. I wonder where I get that from. And <laughs> so there were struggles and school things that happened. And then we did this whole 180 where we reached inspirational dissatisfaction. So that's when you've just had enough and you're like, this has to change. Do you like that? Yeah, I'm writing that down. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So people are often coming towards that point they come to people like us because they've they're dissatisfied they haven't quite reached the point where they've gone okay fuck this I'm changing everything I reached that point I loved my job uh, parts of it but there were some parts of the values that just don't fit me and then I reached inspirational dissatisfaction and I said we're changing everything and we changed everything we had struggled so hard you know how hard it is to buy a house in Auckland or any big city um (laughs) but what I just said we have to stop everything we're not sending the kids to school I'm not commuting anymore I don't want any of this and we sort of threw everything away sold our house took the kids to Europe and went on this big massive family holiday and did the things we wanted to do because like you say you don't know when it's going to go away and that's how I like to live my life I don't know when it's going to go away what would I on the bottom of my email there's a Picasso quote and it's, um, oh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put off doing today what you would not want to start having something like that. That is inspirational. <laughs> Just do it today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's easier said than done. It's a journey. And I think you test it out on small things. Yeah. And then you get braver and braver. Oh, I 100% agree. It is such a process and like it's it's cool to look back at how far you've come. Like for me, I always use this podcast as a point of reference because the first time that I, like the first one that I recorded never got posted. Um, oh. And I was like hyperventilating, man. I was just like tequila, like I need, you know, yeah. oh my God, like people are going to hear my unfiltered thoughts because it's not like social media where you sit and you carefully write something out and you present yourself only in the way that you want to be seen. It's like your actual thoughts and opinions. You swear. Sometimes you think about things. I have a friend that listens to every single podcast and she's like, do you know that you reference Harry Potter at least once in every podcast? And I'm like, Hey, that's just how I am. Like whatever. But it's, but then that's the thing. When I start, you know, there was a time when that I used to just panic. I was so scared right and now but now it's like I see it for what it is which is this amazing platform to connect with people in a real way like it's real life and this is what I want to share not the glossy perfect photos perfect posts like perfect videos it's like this is the actual process that all of us sit here and battle with this thing of are we good enough can we put ourselves out there what are people gonna think what if my mum doesn't approve like can I take this risk and and take do it do shit like this instead of how we've been taught to do it It's 100% what I feel like my job is. It's helping people navigate risk. Risk is scary and it's terrifying the first time. People are so terrified and I was terrified. You know, the first time you started putting yourself out there and you'd hit post and you think, oh, the internet's going to come for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's even more terrifying now because we have culture. So the internet may come for you. The internet came for... Um, someone I know and it impacted someone who was connected with them and 
it is a kind of scary world, but we have we can't live under that sort of fear of that. Mm-hmm. And after they've done the thing, they're like, oh, I don't even know what all the fuss was about. This is awesome. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just navigating through all of that. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, there's a quote that my coach always uses, and it's courage first, then confidence. And I love that because it My version of that, yeah. Yeah. Because if it's, it's not courage if you're not scared. Yeah, 100%. My version of that, which I'm scared of, is um, if you're not shitting your pants, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast, right? Oh, well, we'll um, see. We'll see what other gym. <laughs> it's all about making mistakes. And I also say, get out there and fuck some shit up. Because if you're sitting back trying to wait for it all to be perfect, you'll never be ready. It's never going to be perfect. Yes. Let's um, get out and fuck some shit up. It's okay. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. And because I think, too, that it's very easy for people to, and I do it, too. I find myself doing it all the time, in spite of how much I talk about this. like It's a continuous journey. Yeah. And social media, you know, it's like, okay, we know that people only post what they want us to see. Yet how many times have I found myself looking at someone else's life going, oh, I'm a failure in comparison. Like I should be here and I should be like this. And it's like, one of you know better, put down the phone, put down the phone, turn off Facebook. And I'm like yeah. addicted, you know, and it's like ridiculous. It's like, but, and I know that our self-worth does not come from, you know, all that sort of stuff, but it's no. like how easy it is. <laughs> and here's a good one. Even some of the most put together people that you watch and follow and admire I just want to say, everyone's a shit show. Yeah. Everyone's a shit show behind the scenes. They've all got shit that they feel like isn't done properly or things that they scrambled together at the last minute or they've got problems with staff. Like, everyone's a shit show in some way or another. There's yeah. no one who's just swanning through life. Yeah, yeah. So we're actually doing better than we think. We're doing okay. That's what I tell people. You're doing great. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is why I love self-worth as a topic because it's like actually our worth has nothing to do with what we do anyway like you can't unearn your worthiness it's built in you know like but any I have this random story that I just suddenly feel like sharing now I also have to reveal some embarrassing things about myself but I'm going to do it anyway awesome now uh the tv show the bachelor (laughs) (laughs) yep so I was watching this with my friend a couple of weeks ago it was the most like fascinating display of um, people who act like they're so together, who are the most insecure of all. Like it was so oh. fascinating to watch. Now there was this, there mm-hmm. were a couple of these girls on there. One of them, okay, she was the, she's very modelly. Like she looked very modelly, um, like red hair, kind of gangly, kind of very like modelly, very unique looking. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway. So she had her little date with the bachelor and some other girl came in to interrupt, right? Which is what they do, like to get their time with the bachelor. Yeah. And so this, <laughs> this girl, this girl went off and it, it went from being this whole thing of, um, like it became about her being a redhead. She was like, how dare you interrupt me? People always act like I'm ugly. People always do this, this and oh this. But before that she was, she was the one standing around going, oh I'm the hottest one here like da 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 all these other bitches like all this sort of stuff you know all this talk and it was like wow these are the ones and I I just thought this is such an amazing like example of this that the people that are swanning around so much like look at me look how successful I am look at my life on Facebook are typically not the ones that have that level of success because actually the people that are that happy don't need to parade it around constantly online that's (laughs) So true. If just because you've got a Lamborghini doesn't mean you have to drive fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't watch stuff like that. And, but it does make me feel, appreciate, I don't always appreciate my age, but sometimes I appreciate my age because you just reach this level of, let's call it confidence then, <laughs> where you're just like, no, I haven't got time for that shit. Yeah. I haven't got time to worry about, you know, how many pieces of cake just eat the fucking cake and get on with your life and stop feeling bad about everything and trying to strive what are we striving for what is the end point am I ever going to look like Elle McPherson I'm five foot two so yes I want to be healthy but 
we don't we don't have time there's so many important things to do, so many more important things to do than sit around fretting about the way we look like there's that quote mother Teresa didn't worry about whether or not she had gap just yeah. got on and helped people she had shit to do I think is the actual saying <laughs> is that okay yeah, yeah. So, so heads up your um internet is a little bit funky at my end but that's all right we will persevere yeah. a little bit oh, robotic okay. at times I'm not sure why <laughs> Kate is a robot <laughs> I got all the bars it might be Zoom. It's all good. Anyway, the listeners are loyal. They will persevere, no doubt. But there's there have been a couple of like robotic. Oh, <laughs> it's Zoom. Anyway, okay. So, question for you. Actually, two questions. Let me write these down. One: How do you help people find what really fight like fires them up? And then two: How do you help them get out of their own way? Hmm. I used to have that saying, but he said, get out of your own way. And I was like, how fucking dare you? Do you think I'm in my own way? I'm battling here. And now I kind of realize I was in my way. I yeah. didn't see it. Um, how do I help people find what lights their fire? Yeah. It's partly intuition. Well, they already know. I just kind of hold up the mirror and help them sort of see it. So I'll just comment. I'll be like, hold on a minute. Your eyes just really, your face changed. Yeah. Tell me yeah. more about that. And I, I draw a little bit on, I did some um, counseling training years ago and I draw on all of those listening skills. Like those are kind of cool. So I draw on particular counseling skills or even though I'm not a counselor, but I just listen. I listen for things and listen for clues. And then I think if you layer into that a whole bunch of sales training, which isn't what sales is not what people think it is. They think it's trying to convince someone and persuade someone of something. It's the opposite. They've got a complete ass about face. It's just getting alongside one, someone and finding out what they need. So I just kind of sit alongside and I listen and I listen for the deeper thing is. Um, and it's, I think it's part sort of technical skills and part intuition because they know, they sort of know. And it's giving the space. People often say it's unusual to have a space where you can go that isn't counselling, where someone's got that sort of business mindset but is prepared to listen and just let you explore your own doubts and fears and those dreams. And then we can put it in a system and go, right, how would we make that happen? Yeah. So the getting out of the own way is to sometimes challenge um, limiting beliefs or just point them out or have a way to reframe them. Sometimes you can use people's biggest doubts as their biggest power. I can't think of an example. I wish I could right now. But it's just it was reframing things. Or one of my other sayings that I like to say, it's from Tim Ferriss, is what if it was easy? But what if we didn't overthink and it was easy and all you actually had to do was ring up someone and say, hey, this is what I do. Are you interested? Yeah. And you didn't the whole funnel and the whole, all the bells and whistles. What if you could already do that and it's right in front of you because you spoke to someone last week who said, well, that's kind of cool. Let me know when you get going. Mm. But we feel like we have to do all of these crazy things. Yeah. We don't really. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah, I feel like so much of it, there's a phrase that I keep using at the moment called like un, like the unlearning. That's what I feel like has to happen. <laughs> I like Because yeah, we're taught that, oh, it's going to be hard. And like the last podcast that I only just posted today, which you should definitely listen to as well, because he's like exactly mm -hmm. on the same page as you. Um, it's all around. Yeah, just the, oh God, the beliefs that we carry and the, oh, it's, yes. it's nuts. And because it's so yes. unconventional to have this, like for even for you to say, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, I'm creating my business, I'm going to do this, this and this, it's going to be like this. It's like, what? But it has to be like this, but it has to be like this. And it's like, you've actually got to be such a rebel to go against the grain. And then you get there and you're the only one. And so then you've got to be comfortable being quite lonely at times, knowing that that's all part of it. Like, <laughs> yes. It's being the spearhead of a ship and then you look around and go, oh shit, am I the only one here? I thought we were all doing this. Um, yeah. Unlearning. So that's the parallel that I like to draw between unschooling. Yeah. So 
the difference between sitting in a class, this is what you're going to learn. This is what we've been told is important for you to learn. So you don't have to think about that. Just, just remember this thing, follow the rules, line up, eat your lunch when we tell you, not when you're hungry. So you don't actually use in your own internal muscles. That's what I call them. That sounds weird, but okay, <laughs> let's go with it. Um, and then you bring that into adulthood. How the fuck do we know what we want to do? So it's all of that unlearning. So you contrast that with, well, we took our kid out of school and then just basically took away all his internets and said, go outside and play. And the change over that year in him was amazing, dramatic. So, and he would do things like, I think I'll do some maths. And I was like, okay, cool. Cause he felt like he should. And then he would sit down and he would say, I need to pull a line down the left-hand side in red pen. And then he went, oh, hang on a minute. I can do the line wobbly because there's no teacher here to growl at me. And then I went, okay, cool. And then he went, oh, hold on a minute. I can do it in green pen. And I went, yes, you can. And then he went, actually, you know what? I don't even need a line. I'm just going to go completely AWOL and write the, the numbers wherever I want. And I was like, you boy. And then he threw the math book over his she's like actually fuck math I think I'll go and you know make something and of course there's math involved in life mm-hmm. and he was like making things out of leather and doing trajectories of how you fling a rock like those medieval things and doing boy things and doing projectiles and ballistics and and learning that way and we can do business that way you can just be very organic and intuitive about it mm-hmm. and we don't necessarily need to, I don't know, buy every course and do everything step by step. I love unlearning, unlearn the messages. Oh, this is so good. Okay. So I love that we're having this conversation about intuition because it is so important. And it's like, actually, firstly, our bodies will tell us exactly what is right for us. You will actually feel it. It's like every time I've got into trouble in life, it's because I went against what I knew. Like my body was just like, don't do that. And I'm like, okay, let's just do it then and see what happens. And it's like, oh, okay. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. That's different for me. I have to do the opposite. I have to test. I have to make the decision. I'm not sure. I'm really bad at decisions. So I'm like, "Mm, well, what if I say yes? So when I decided to do the MBA, that was part of my inspirational dissatisfaction. I was like, fuck this shit. I'm going to, you know, being a woman in corporate is a whole other thing to talk about. You know, our voices sort of disappear and whatever. So I was like, I'm going to get my MBA and I'm going to pour on the table with you guys and fuck everyone. That's where the energy came from. And then they accepted me into the program. And then I was like, shit, freaked out. I was like, oh, I didn't expect that. I don't know if I can do this. I'm not right. I'm not good enough blah, blah, blah. And then so I turned it off, said, no, stop, wait, don't charge me any money. Don't process the application. I, I can't. And they said, well, just relax. <laughs> just go and think about it. <laughs> and, and then when I was feeling into not doing it, I felt in my body like a child had all my toys taken away. I was like, oh, you know, I want it. But I had to go through that process to feel it. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, see, I'm much more a gut instinct. I know straight away. Yes or no, right or wrong, like black or white. I just know. And so yeah. it's like, this is what I'm like. So even with people in my life, like I'll meet someone and I'll, I will either love them or I'll feel nothing. There'll be nothing in between. <laughs> so you're either going to wow. be my best friend or we won't be friends at all. Like, yeah. 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 I do have gut feelings like that about people. Very quick to sort of pick up the vibe. If the vibe is good, the vibe's good. Um, yeah. But yeah, when it comes to big decisions, that's I find that quite hard, and I kind of have to put my in it and then feel what it feels like. And yeah, yeah. I guess that's yeah, different yeah. for everyone. But I think I just think that we we push it out of kids, and I think that's something people have noticed with lockdown. Their kids are at home and realizing a this has turned into like an anti-school thing. But I love school. Schools have been amazing <laughs> for both my kids in many ways. Um but I just feel like these things that we can change and then those kids can come through into, into the life or on whatever they choose with a few more skills and muscles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so people have seen like a, how much their kids have to do, how much they don't love it and how their attitude and their feelings change when they're forced to do stuff they're told to do as opposed to when following their bliss. Yeah. 
I just think it's really interesting. I think we could bring it into work more. Totally, yes. And that's, yeah. this is something that we both have in common in terms of the way that we work with people is it's actually not about telling anyone what to do. It's about everyone has the answers already. But it's, it's that, it's like developing that muscle, your own intuition, which already knows what you're passionate about. It already knows, like, I love this question. I heard this was at a business um, like event a couple of years ago and I heard this and I never forgot it. And it was like, you know how people like, okay, what would you, what do you want to do next? Oh, I don't know. And that's the go-to, but heaps of people say that. I don't know. And she was like, okay, but if you did know, what would it be? And I was just like, yeah. oh, such a good question because everyone does know, but it's like that initial response is like, okay, it comes down to so many of these other beliefs and stuff. Like, okay, there's fear though. If I actually said out loud, I know this is what I want to do, then I have to do it. And that is scary as shit. But <laughs> you get caught up in the how, like I kind of want yeah. to do that. But I'm scared to say it. And also, how the fuck would I do that? Yeah. I think that's part of the demystifying the dream. It's like, well, this is how we could do it. This might be step one. This might be phase two. And what if we just did that to start? I'm all about testing. The whole go fuck things up is like, let's experiment. You don't have to build this big empire and then put it on show for everyone in the world to see. You could just test it on a small scale, on the DLO. And that feels much safer. Yeah, on the DLO. I love it. Okay, so... What are the things that you would love for people to stop doing immediately? <laughs> In terms but of, yeah. about the cake. Oh, I shouldn't have this. Bitching about the cake. Okay. Kate <laughs> like cake. Everyone's got that now. <laughs> we like the cake. But don't, like, stop asking for permission. Yeah. Don't need yeah. anyone's permission. Give yourself permission. And stop living up to standards or question where those standards came from. Yeah. Question everything. Yes, I love this. This is the amazing thing. This is how you can totally change someone, like someone's entire philosophy. I remember there was this one question that I asked my client, and she, she weeks later she said, oh, my God, you said this question. Now, the question I asked was, yeah. whose belief is that? <laughs> Yeah. And it wasn't hers. And it was obvious it wasn't hers by the way she was speaking. And it was like, oh, my God, that's actually so-and-so's belief. And then you start, like, it all starts to unravel, right? And you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm living my life because someone else believes that or because I was raised to think like this and I never questioned it. Yeah. That's <laughs> the exciting thing about coaching, isn't it? It's just like one phrase or one small thing can be such an amazing sort of, I hate to say breakthrough, but, you know, like it just changes the trajectory. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah. Oh my God. And then off they go. And you're like, my work here is done. <laughs> and all you did was kind of hold up a mirror or um, just stop them and get them to see what they just said. Yeah. Reflect back at them. Yeah. 100%. So, how do you, with your clients, how do you work in terms of building confidence, building self esteem, giving people effectively the courage to go and, you know? I don't. I don't want to do that for anyone because it's not my, I'm like, I need people to come to me already driven and already really fucking hungry, determined. Yeah. That's why I mention inspirational dissatisfaction. You've got to be ready. Don't come to me with this half-assed shit because the universe doesn't like half-assed. Yeah. The universe needs to know what you actually want. I can help you figure out what that is and say it in a way that makes sense. But the universe doesn't do half-assed and it will test you. Yeah. Are you sure? And you have to punch it back in the face and go, yeah, I'm fucking sure I want this with every cell in my beard. Don't test me because I will show you again and again and again that this is what I want. And for me, I mean, that could be something really simple. For me, my life is fantastic any day that I get up without an alarm clock and that I can manage my own time. Mm. I do not like micromanage. And can you imagine? I'm probably kind of hard to manage. <laughs> but, oh, no, I wasn't thinking that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've lost my train of thought That happens to me That's all good I actually really want to come back to this point Again, intuition um, And the thing of being tested And I love this so much Because it's so true We don't talk about it Like holding to your convictions, right? Like if you, if you say, right This mm -hmm. is the amount of money I'm calling in This is the sort of relationships that I I desire now I'm only going to have friends that treat me with this amount of respect and all of a sudden all your old shitty friends are going to appear and try and like get in and you have to then 
hold to that boundary and it's like it's so unglamorous but it's so important for actually moving forward because everything that we do is a statement to the universe this is where my le- my level of tolerance is like and yeah. you know I love that okay. <laughs> yeah so if you ask me what do I want people to stop doing yeah. I two books that I recommend to everybody are the life-changing magic of tidying up stop carrying around shit with you it's just clutter and so we've kind of, we're, I'm, I don't know if I'm a minimalist, but we get rid of lots of shit. We only have, like, I don't buy, well, I, don't sh- I don't like shopping anyway, but we just embrace this thing that we only have what we need and love. Um, and the other one that goes along with that is the life-changing magic of not giving a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> because it's about those boundaries. It's about just holding your boundaries without having to feel guilty about it. Um, The other one I like is don't do anything out of fear, obligation or guilt. And I think people, like you were saying, how would I give people courage? I don't give it to them. They've got to to find it themselves. I'm not taking that role. Um, But if they want me to be alongside them, I'll be the Thelma to their Louise. And how I do it is by example. So, I don't like Christmas. I've never liked it. It makes me stressed out. And when I was working in corporate, I would be exhausted by the end of the year. And there's a lot of Christmas functions. There's a lot of pressure. You've got a lot of, you just, and then you've got like the small amount of time off and then everybody wants to do all this other shit, which doesn't make sense to me because it's summer here. And I just don't like the pressure. People get really cranky. It gets really busy. I don't like it. I don't want to play. This is my summer holiday. You can fuck off with it. And people call me the Grinch, but I am not the Grinch. I love giving gifts. I think I'm kind of a generous person, but I'm not going to do it when you tell me. And so I think how I give people confidence or maybe permission is by floating my own boat. And I'm like, no, we've canceled it in my house. You will not bring a piece of tinsel in here. Don't like it. Don't want it. Fuck off. Go have fun. I love that you love it. Um, but no, I'm not doing it. And the first time I did that, it was terrifying because I thought people think I'm so nasty. But people who know me know I'm not nasty. I'm just standing up for my values. That's what I believe, actually. So why would I hide it from you? If you know me and you want to know me, that's one of the things I believe. I don't like it. It's great and fun for the kids. But I don't want to play for many reasons. And then I think people see me do things like that and they're like, well, fuck, if she can do that, then maybe I can say, I just want to go to one family function and not four or something and feel okay about it. Or like if you can pull your kid out of school and they completely unschool them, but they're still okay and they actually got to university, then hmm, maybe we can question some small things about the way we're doing it. Don't have to go and unschool, but maybe you can question some things. Mm. So I kind of do it by example. And if people want someone to sort of link arms with them and and dive off the cliff together I'm down I'll do it with you yeah I love that so it's, it's kind of circled back around to this thing of being authentic actually when you're actually in your power being yourself then your example is way louder and stronger than anything else anyway it's incredible how much rubs off on people <laughs> yeah yeah I think so I'm just over pretending yeah and I don't want to pretend that living that corporate life and commuting two hours a day both ways and being exhausted and yelling at my kids and then having one day to do my life, which was spent cleaning, I don't want to pretend that I enjoyed that. It's not cool. I don't like it. And if anybody else is in that situation and they don't like it, but they don't know how to get out, just take my hand off. I can help you because I don't think it's good for families or anyone. Exactly. If you don't like it, if you love it, keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, right? We're just, for lack of a better word, sheep. We just we just do what everyone else is doing. Um, and no one, like, I hardly know anyone that has a nine to five that enjoys it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I used to start these conversations like in the tea room or whatever. And I would sort of say, you know, to test the waters, like, I'm kind of... I feel bad because I'm not with my kids or, you know, like there's parts of this that need to be more accommodating to parents or people with other interests. And then people would kind of whisper, but when it got to a certain point, they would sort of shut it down because they didn't, 
they just weren't the lions. I loved your line. I laughed out loud when I was listening to one of your podcasts and you said, uh, no, I don't mean any offense to the sheep. Yeah. You've got to say, but then, but then the sheep aren't listening to this. So let's be oh, real, good. you know, okay. she- <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, there is a different, a whole different way of viewing the world and there's a, a different level of personal responsibility that we that the lions take, and also uh, I feel like a whole set of um, we're just not content with the status quo, and also we're aware that it can be different. So why wouldn't you give everything you've got to create the life that you actually want? <laughs> yeah, now more so than ever. Like I've been bleating on about flexibility in the workplace for women and men, but mostly for women because it was built for men from the 1940s and we would have our pointy bra and give them their cocktail and slippers when they came. And then we were like, oh, burn our bras and we'll go to work too. But nothing changed structurally. So the workplace just stayed exactly the same. And I'm like, hold on a minute. Why does everyone have to commute at the same exact time? What is that about? Like, and why can't people work from home? And now I'm like, oh, hello, I told you. <laughs> I took yeah. a pandemic, but people realize that kids don't have to go to school. Um, People don't have to go to work and you don't have to commute at the same time. And holy shit, you can do things online. And so I'm like, well, that's a good thing. People are realizing that there are different opportunities and possibilities. And and I love that. So there has to be some silver lining because crikey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I asked you what should people, what would you like for people to stop doing? What would you like for people to start doing immediately? Questioning everything. Question the status quo. Question whose beliefs they are. Question who benefits. That's a good one. Who benefits? If you're being told something in a certain way and you can't change it, or that you have no power in a certain situation, just ask yourself, who benefits from this? Who made up this rule? It probably benefits them. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> question everything and advocate for yourself and your kids yeah yeah mm. were you always like this in terms of having a quite a like a strong voice or did, is that something that you cultivated mm. <laughs> I had to learn to use it so I grew up uh, we've we were out of time no it's all good we've got 10 minutes i want to hear the story so you go for it <laughs> country, youngest of four i was always the young annoying one that couldn't catch the ball or whatever and i was the only girl in my year right through till college <laughs> so i was a bit of a loner and i was a bit dreamy and i always felt different but who did i have to compare myself to and um I forgot what I'm saying. Oh, was I always loud? No, I was always really shy. Through my teenage years, I felt like an alien and I thought everyone understood something that I was just missing. Like, why, why aren't they, why don't they think school is weird? Why are they just going along with it? And I could never understand. But I just played along and I was masking a lot of stuff. And actually, I just learned, like I was today years old, basically, when I learned that I have ADHD. Wow. And yeah, and that makes a lot of things make sense. That's why I find it really hard to sit still. That's why I have these hyper focuses on things and that's why I'm late all the time. <laughs> we have time blindness because we get carried away with stuff. But have I always been loud? No. I was dreadfully shy in my teens and then I drank a lot. I was binge drinking, moved to London, traveled around a lot at the most fantastic time with a lot of drinking which helped me be me and then I sort of gradually started to find my voice got into a relationship that was toxic had to leave like leave one side of the planet and go to the other to protect myself and that's something I don't talk about much but it's a huge part of my trajectory and that is when I went to counseling and I was like why is this happening to me I'm a smart woman you know I don't have any sort of past trauma or background shit, but I let myself get into the situation where somebody basically wants to hurt me. And that killing was kind of what changed things for me. And then I became like, oh, yeah, this is me. Fuck you. These are my boundaries. This is what I'm prepared to put up with. And if you don't like it, get fucked. So I think I've really, really embraced that. 
and it just feels good to me. It's, it's who I am and I love to help other people embrace that too. Yeah. So this is something amazing that I probably wouldn't say to most people either, but I, I know lots of people love to hate, right? Like they love to blame other people. They love to be like, how dare you do this to me? That sort of thing. But I, and yes, well, we, we do not condone any sort of bit, like that's not okay, that sort of behavior. However, what is interesting to observe is what that turns on in us. When we are put in a position that we have to fight for our self-worth, we have to lay our boundaries down, all of a sudden we rise to the occasion and that wouldn't have happened if everyone was treating us nicely. You know, it's like, these, you can almost look back, well, I actually do. I look back at my experiences like that and I bless them. I'm just like, thank you, because that is what created who I am. Like, if I had a totally different life, I, there's no way I'd be me. I wouldn't care, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't regret a single thing. I wouldn't change a single thing. It's, yeah, I just have the strongest boundaries and really strong sense of passion about that stuff. And I don't want people to take shit. Don't take shit from anyone. Yeah. Especially yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why do people talk to themselves so badly? I do it. I'm not saying I, I'm, I'm quite the hypocrite and quite the signpost. I'm like, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> I, I do love to catch people and say, would you say that to me? Like, switch this around. You wouldn't say, oh, you're a useless piece of shit. Get your shit together. You should have done it by now. You'd say, oh, sweetie, you're doing great. Yeah. You're dealing with a lot, you know, you would never say the same things that we say to ourselves. Yeah. But yeah, I have always been a loud person on the inside and I've masked it for a long time and now I'm just letting my freak flag fly. And I hope that it helps other people. <laughs> I love that. Let your freak flag fly. Let's see if that's what I end up going with. <laughs> I'm interested to know. Oh, so I've we got about I've 10 options sitting here. I know, that's the tricky thing and the beautiful thing at once is that there are so many facets that you could focus on and I think I find it really hard to just pick one. You know the tr traditional business advice is pick a niche and stick to it and say who you help and what you do. I can't, I just want, that's, it's all connected. I totally agree. I 100% agree, Yeah. <laughs> So I feel like the other, another name for this podcast could be, be a rebel. <laughs> that would work too. That would work too. I feel, I feel like that's kind of overdone. Like people are using it as a thing, kind of like the authenticity. Yeah. And yeah. But it, that's essentially what it is. Like be brave enough to swim against the tide. Yeah and question things and push back on stuff and test it and go, is this really benefiting everyone or just some people? Yeah. 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 And I think the, the thing too, though, is that if you're a rebel or if you're authentic, it's not something you talk about. You just do it. An actual rebel no. doesn't call themselves a rebel. So that's the thing. The re no. Being a rebel is more like the state that you're in, not actually about, I'm a rebel. It's like, you're not. <laughs> you're not no, if you're calling yourself that. Like no, 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 no. Yeah. Don't worry, that won't actually be the name of this podcast. <laughs> okay, now we could easily create 20 more podcasts out of this, so you'll have to come back, please, very soon. Um, but to round out today, let's I would love to hear from you advice you'd give to your 15-year-old self. Oh, my God, I didn't know you were going to ask that. <laughs> I didn't know about any of this. So advice for my 15-year-old self. Yeah. What year am I in? Am I in the third form? Am I third? No, you'll oh. be four, like fourth or fifth fifth form. Oh, okay. Mm. Advice? Oh, stop, stop doing what other people say. Just go, just go row your own boat. As soon as I was 19, I left the country. I knew I had to travel. I just wanted to get out and see things and experience things and Oh, no, do you know what I would say? I, I don't have any advice. I would say just keep going. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's your advice to your 15-year-old? Oh, we don't have time, sorry. <laughs> oh, come on, that's not no, fair. My, my advice would be, or it would always come back to something about worthiness. It would be like you are already enough now. 
Like, because I spent my whole life striving and hustling and trying to be better so that I could have that feeling of like, okay, I'm actually good enough. Like I'm pretty enough. I'm successful enough, all this sort of crap. And it's like, yeah. when I actually realized that I already was enough, um, that I already knew enough, I was already smart enough, all these things, it was like my whole life changed. But up until that point, I always thought um, yeah. that I needed to be better. <laughs> why the cake thing triggers me when pe- or people maybe doesn't have to be cake, but you know, like people are like, oh, I shouldn't. Like, what the fuck are you striving for? When will you actually be happy? Stop striving and just relax and enjoy this life. Yeah. That's why the cake thing triggers me. All about that. So, yeah, your advice was better than mine. <laughs> I've had more time to think about it, though, to be fair. I just I dropped just you in it. Going. Didn't you have, at the beginning, you said just go for it? That's yeah. probably the advice I'd give myself. Just fucking go for it. Yeah. That's actually, I think, what we will call the podcast after all that. <laughs> that message came through before we even started this podcast, you guys. It was like, go for it. I wrote that down on a bit of paper. And that is where we've ended up actually we've kind of like woven our way through and I think there's been some themes but it's been messy and mixed up and that's what life is it's messy and mixed up stop trying to wait for it to be this fun way yeah life's messy yeah and perfect as well and that's why you know like and I think I I think I'd hit record when you said oh do you edit and I said no I'd never edit and I love that but I love it because I love to keep this stuff in because it's like it's real. We're not sitting here polishing something to be perfect. Yeah, it's like an actual conversation that has internet problems. And you know, like one of my <laughs> one of the podcasts I did um, early on with quite a high profile person. It was so funny at the end of it. He was talk, like chatting to me about how he was going to go and make macaroni and cheese for his sister at the end. And he texts me afterwards and he's like, can you take that out? And I'm like, no, <laughs> it's still in there. I, I left it in. <laughs> We're all about that real, real life. But um, yeah, like people need to hear it. And that's also like when I said to you, can I represent the people who don't have an amazing aha story or you know, the, the big rags to riches thing or the pivotal moment changed their whole life because some people don't have that, but they've always got small pivotal moments happen every day in aha moments and stuff and they can have a podcast too. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yes. Um, amazing. All right, my friend. Well, please, can we do this again very soon? This was fun. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. I loved it. I'm all inspired and stuff ready to smash the world in the face. <laughs> Yeah, totally. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much. And we will have you back. I'd love to hear some feedback from the listeners on what they got out of this and whether they'd like us to take it next time. Um, don't be scared. Oh, You're representing a whole bunch of people that don't often get a voice in these sorts of things. So this is good. This is very good. So it'll be really interesting to see what's resonated with people um, and yeah, what they yeah. want to talk about more. So I'm curious too. Yeah. Awesome. Love to know. Cool. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Awesome. I'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.